0: Welcome to BES Reactor. We get our friends to talk about stuff we couldn't get other people in our lives to chat with us about. We push the rules on that a lot, but we do have fun with it. This time, we're continuing our conversation about Mirror Mask, the 2005 trippy art house film from Jim Henson Studios, care of Neil Gaiman and Dave McKean. Check out the warm ups, you hear the whole chat. We use profanity and spoilers in our conversations. So if you're not into either of those things, tap stop before the music ends. And thanks for listening, you mysterious people, you.
1: Some dude spent like 3,000 hours in Red Dead Redemption 2 on Google Stadia. Uh And he was begging Rockstar for an account transfer for like the first fucking time. He's like, please, this is not not fair. Please help me. I don't want to lose this. And then they're like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just
2: like, son, we can't help you. (laughs) (laughs) You went to a place where we dare not trade. They
1: literally said. Nah, <laughs> it's over, bro. You wasted way too much time. Why are you on Google Stadia, you dumbass? That's my thing. But like you could be on, there's but so everybody, many other things.
2: But all my friends on Wave told me about it. <laughs> and Gaikai and OnLive and, and Google+. Plus. <laughs> all the people in my plus circles, they'll talk about it. Anyway, three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to BS Reactor. Today, we'll be talking about a movie from 2005 called Mirror Mask, a very Mm -hmm. interesting film. On board today, we have I'm Isaac, Pat, Malik, and Evan. So, uh, this is the start of a series on blended or twisted perceptions. I think we went straight into mindfuck territory. I'm calling this No Inception. Um, No, I I mean I wouldn't do that to you. I would do this to you, though. Somebody would. (laughs) She absolutely would. Jazz
0: would do it.
3: Yeah.
2: But we're starting out with Mirror Mask. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a movie... Was it Dave McKeon? Yep, and Neil Rit- Gaiman. Yeah, wrote directed it, yeah. and then co-wrote with Neil Gaiman. It's based on a story they wrote together. A little bit of a coming of age thing about a young girl coming to grips with teenage angst,
0: more or less. Yeah, and, I uh, mean that's kind of what's on the ten. I think it goes a little bit in a different direction.
2: Yeah, eventually, but yeah, that's it's like the basics. But none of it really screams that. So we want to start with impressions, or anybody want to just you just want to do the follow through? I did a
0: little extra um, research on this. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, about? background. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Weird, right? Because like this 99%. came out when I was a, <laughs> when I was in college, and I really liked it. But I was also the target demographic for this. God, yeah, I mean, because like had, I, I want to be like... completely honest with you. Like, if you're not a fan of the things that this thing references, it's going to seem like absolute bullshit. <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's beautiful, it's interesting, <laughs> but it is an absolute goddamn mess of a plot.
1: It's <laughs> just dropped an age bomb, and it fucking hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was fucking. Wait, why is oh, there because of college? Wait, I why was this, nine?
3: Well, hurt you, real old ones.
1: I mean, I was also Fuck in college.
2: Guys.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Fuck anyway.
2: You guys. <laughs> this was actually we had weird movie nights in the dorm lounge and this would be one of the things I was introduced to you that way you <laughs> I I know it. this was someone probably mentioned on a list server or something i have a feeling college was a lot more fun in 2005 it
0: wasn't no it, <laughs> it was
1: kind of shit in fucking we 2014. We, just, we had a different. we
2: had one of those bizarre used movie places in town that specialized in weird b movies and, and uh uh-huh. strange things was and, it the
0: one downtown off of mass Ave? yeah yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. I was yeah, there. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> no, um, and we also I, I went to IU a lot. I had friends there. So they, they had, oh, like, yeah, they had yeah, like two and, there's actually one there called Plan Nine. Nice. That used to be yeah. amazing. Reference then, to an Ed Wood movie. Well that used, not they an used, Ed, used well, to be well, amazing and then everybody. suddenly started being filled with pirated
3: movies and it's awful now. Oh, that sucks. I didn't have friends in college. I sat in my dorm. Me too.
1: <laughs> Sad. Yeah. I had um, one friend who kept trying to help me but I was like I I give up. I'm out. I, I tried to do a backflip and landed on my head and I was like I'm done. I don't want to go outside anymore. I wore the same clothes for a month. Okay, that's gross. Interesting. <laughs> Maybe a week.
2: So actually, before I saw this movie, I just heard this movie's version of Close to You. Which I, is a, yeah. It's a yeah. Bacharach song. Isn't uh-huh. it? The Burt well, Bacharach. it started
0: off as a Burt Bacharach. and the yeah. Carpenters
2: made it what it is. Weirder. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made it much weirder. Uh-huh. But I actually heard this movie's version of it first and was like, what? Like, it's so creepy. Yeah. But like, it still retains the weird tenderness. And the
0: movie does not make it any less creepy. No. The Brothers Quay monsters go in the
2: background. No. And f- as far as monsters go, this is a thing that was handled by... Uh, Jim Henson Studios. Uh Uh-huh. So, and this... Adjacent. Yeah. This is Jim Henson's creatures. Anyway, this Uh is less the Muppet style and more the Dark Crystal style of... Absolutely. Weird dark shit, although there are no puppets. I was about to say... There are two puppets, uh, actually. Sock puppets? I don't feel like... It counts. Literal socks? I don't know if I would... (laughs) On... You're on her
3: feet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Under this dark
0: interior is a toes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so Dave McKeon and Neil Gaiman were contracted by the Jim Henson Corporation. Jim had died in 1999. They were developing it in 2002. So, you know, living memory. Jim Henson Studios got sold off at one point to this other company that wasn't really doing it. And then the family bought it back. So this one's produced by Lisa Henson, which was his daughter. Mm
3: -hmm. It was before Disney bought it? Yeah, yeah, way before.
0: So Sony owned the distribution rights to Labyrinth. Right. But it also had some contract work with Lucasfilm. Mm -hmm. So Sony was like, we want you to put out a movie like Labyrinth. Basically, just do a sequel to Labyrinth, and we're like, we can't because Lucasfilm is not going to sign off on that at this point. Right. So they were like, use that as a template and make us a movie. <laughs> yeah. So we, these two spent two weeks at the Henson family home riding this fucker, and like we reviewed Labyrinth not too long ago. I don't know what what is yeah. time at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. But With the Labyrinth has a that, shit plot, right? <laughs> yeah. With the it's understanding that the order
2: that we record these and the order they come out in aren't necessarily the same. Right, yeah. But yeah, Labyrinth is just a garbage plot as an excuse mm-hmm. for David Bowie's bulge and right. some Muppets and for that one guy that does contact juggling to show <laughs> off contact juggling. Yeah, he's
0: back in this movie huh? for just yes. like one brief second. They tried to get David Bowie to be in this too as the ticket taker instead of that mime thing that makes the weird noises, if you guys see the movie.
3: But he could talk, so why does he make those stupid sounds? Okay, Because <laughs> he's a mime. It's, yeah. it's this thing. Stab him as- stomach.
0: Yeah, so instead of making <laughs> Labyrinth 2, which is what they wanted to do, they make one in the same vein as Dark Crystal and Labyrinth. So they made this, and it was actually released as a box set at
3: some point. Why'd you like call it, why did they call this Dark Labyrinth? They do like a match-up of both of them together, and then there you go. Uh-huh.
0: This also had a very limited budget. It was about $4 million. Basically, they were just planning to release it to video. They did some theatrical sort of stuff. Yeah, they you know, actually did get a limited public theater
2: release in the U.S. eventually, but it was pretty to video.
0: Their box office, I've actually seen a bunch of different numbers but it was just under a million somewhere between wow.
2: yeah it wasn't seven
0: hundred thousand to a million but and it, it did have theaters release. when it was new so yeah and it played at Sundance but it didn't really get an American release really but yeah limited release they were gonna do it for video anyway yeah. If you've seen Sandman, a lot of or read Sandman rather, yeah. A lot of this will make more sense. You can now <laughs> you can now see
2: Sandman
1: also. you
0: Can kind of. Yeah. But like there's a lot of stuff in this, like dream sharing and so forth, that just makes sense yes. if you know Sandman. Or like when there the key that's involved that is very, very similar to Death's sigil. Mm-hmm. So it, yeah, the metaphor is there. Also, Neil has a specific perspective on Jungian psychoanalysis that really dives into this. like how. Yeah. Half the plot is just him describing the concepts of the archetypes so. yeah <laughs> which i'm not gonna go into too much because no one loves jargon but
2: yeah, yeah
3: a little bit you i do a little jargon really, i have a strong feeling to give isaac a swirly right now
0: <laughs> which is why i'm not doing jargon <laughs> <laughs> I loved this movie when it came out. I have very fond memories of it. But yeah, it is an absolute mess if you're just coming into it flat. There's a lot of reviewers that do not like
2: this. For the, the first viewing I had of it, I was a little bit drunk. and several, Which is probably good. Several of the was, people yeah. in the room were high as fuck and they found God in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see that. Yeah, it spoke to them on a lot of levels. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that are very interesting in their own right, completely stripped of the rest of the movie, right. like like the soundtrack by itself. The soundtrack by itself is great
0: if um, you like Scandinavian avant garde jazz. If you don't, this will speak <laughs> nothing to you.
2: Uh, there's a lot of um, the creature design is uh-huh. absolutely fantastic. Like there's a lot of like misshapen, like roughly humanoid, but made of ovoid or oblong shapes, and a lot of things have like, a flat uh-huh. panel near them mouth. Not quite a, the right mouth shape that yeah. has a recording of a human mouth played over it.
0: And a lot of references to cubism, but it does like mm-hmm. semi-realistic textures on
2: it. And we'll get to them in plot, but I think the orbiting giants are actually some of my favorite designs in it, that it's just like there's two large yeah. human-ish stone shapes, but one of them is pulled to the ground, one of them is pulled to the sky, and they're holding each other in place.
0: If only it was some sort of metaphor or yeah. something.
2: Yeah, yeah if only.
3: There were some pretty pictures. Yeah, it was very pretty. They had CG Fish.
2: And there are some really deeply unsettling things that are still fascinating to look at.
0: Uh-huh. And other things like, if you just look at it from a modern perspective, if for some reason you thought this movie came out last year, you're going to be like, what the fuck is happening on this screen? Because yeah. it looks like PS1 era graphics because it's, going on. Because
2: it's 2004 CGI. Right. And if you've played
0: video game Mist, you'd <laughs> be like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm on certain page. You're going to recognize <laughs>
2: some of those shiny metal textures?
0: Yeah. If you've worked in like Lightwave, you, you'll notice a lot of similarities. But yeah, this last year there was a... A movie that came out of lithuania called vesper again small team low budget or whatever but it looks yeah. absolutely fucking photorealistic in everything as opposed to this which looks like a video game so a contrast. really
2: weirdly specific type of video game yeah like yeah. there was a just an era of realistic point and click mysteries mm-hmm. that really happened like that and hidden object games that just really oh, captured yeah, yeah. this, this exact mystery aesthetic. case files was the absolute shit when this came yeah. Out, yeah the other part of this is
0: when they were hiring animators for for this they basically went to the local college and wherever they were filming like brighton or whatever they were like hey kids want to make a movie (laughs) so candy right and instead of having people work on specific characters or objects or whatever like a normal studio would they gave each person control over one scene so they could have full artistic range and they could put their stamp on it Mm -hmm mixed results.
2: (laughs) It does end up with some really like there are set pieces that are necessary. They get to control a lot of set design. Yeah. But just what happens and what behaviors come from the creatures and all that stuff was free reign.
0: Yep. And the rigging and character movements, too, are all over the place. I feel like design was basically them just getting a sketch from Dave McKean and being like, hey, make this work.
2: (laughs) And honestly, I don't know if it made a high quality product, but it made a very interesting product just because like a lot of this is a supposed dreamscape there's yeah, a lot of things that it are really you know, nails it yeah in the head whatever but things change as the main character's mood changes direction changes so it really does feel like a dreamscape it really in does that way that like the way they move between things is very dreamlike the way the the situation changes and a scene change it really works with that theme. Yeah. So I think in that way that was a successful move.
0: Mm-hmm. And the people they hired to do this, Neil Gaiman has done a lot of dreamy sort of stuff. Like the Sandman is a good example. Basically, is the the Lord of Dreams. Yeah. Dan McKean did also a bunch of comic books back in the day for DC. It's kind of how these two knew each other in the first place. Yeah.
3: Is it the Sandman a DC thing?
0: It is now. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> yeah. I think it, it was independent when be. it first came out, right?
0: Yeah. But it's DC branded now. But also that just is the perspective. You show yeah <laughs> and in just the perspectives like neil Gaiman had an interesting upbringing he likes to stay out of the news about the sort of stuff but he was raised like his parents are very highly so we're gonna expose uh, his dirty secrets right yeah. <laughs> his parents are highly involved in the church of scientology in, oh. in the uk and i can only imagine growing up as basically like sci-fi is your religion he's since distanced himself he doesn't think of himself as a yeah i mean he's a, a, Scientologist, a but, human
2: being so and it would nuke his career at this point scientology is a scam everybody just so you know, <laughs> just so you know it's Please all drawn i will punch every scientologist that comes to enforce anything about it right in the nose
0: <laughs> yeah the people's liberation army and um, the
2: scientologists are going to come for us <laughs> there's no way in hell david miscavige's wife isn't super dead there's just no way
0: i no comment but uh he yeah, definitely
2: probably. murdered her in some kind of fit of peak and the entire church covered it up that 100 happened okay <laughs> But yeah, so,
0: uh, uh, so some of the stuff, I mean, I'm not vested or like, I haven't done research into that theology, let's call it just for the sake of argument, but I can. There's imagine, a really good
2: South Park episode that'll walk you through yeah, the whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: But I imagine that definitely had an influence on his style and perspectives on all this. Like um, when he write, when Neil Gaiman writes characters that are the bad guys, they always have a point. They're not just bad guys. Yeah, Which I do appreciate. Like even the evil queen in this, she's just hunting for a daughter. Deep down let uh, goal, she's also right? kind
2: of a heinous controlling bitch. Right.
3: <laughs> do I
2: feel like I need to, I didn't flesh this out as much as I wanted to. I wanted to go back to Michael. I have to look it up. Jordan? <laughs> uh, Michael Motion, the contact juggling guy. He's did this very briefly in the background of the circus since they're doing a labyrinth like thing Mm -hmm. it seemed like a fun call moment of hey do you see that guy contact juggling glass balls that's the guy yeah that's the guy who did the stand in hands for david bowie and labyrinth but he's also the man who invented contact juggling and a little thing i ran into while i was looking up information about this is that Uh he has been a juggler for most of his life because he grew up next door to pen jillette <laughs>
3: really, that's kind of amazing. Who, yeah. who
2: Pinjullet is a self-described carny trash juggler, so. <laughs>
0: So initially when they were writing the script for this, it was going to be in a theater, but Dave McCain was like, no, let's do the circus. It's, it's more fun to draw. Yeah. Uh, right. And when
2: you get into like the, it's really kind of overwhelming when the movie starts. Yeah. Because it starts at the opening of a circus performance and everyone's in costume and like, <laughs> but like a weird
0: bohemian
2: circus. Oh yeah. Like a free circus. I don't
0: know. Like, have you guys ever been to a circus? Yeah.
3: Nope. Yeah. The one that they had come here last year. There was a circus here. Oh, <laughs> yeah. it was like a haunted yeah, circus. Like, like it was a zombie circus. The, the water freak to cirque or whatever, yeah. Cirque
2: to freak, it. yeah. Uh, I found out on I've, uh, last day I've actually got pictures of myself with some of the acrobats and the clown. Really? and the uh, the oh, one cool. three foot clown, dope. I went to like
0: an actual circus when I was
2: a kid and I barely remember it. I've been to a couple of traveling circuses and it's like a much, much different vibe from Barnum and Bailey. Yeah. Which is a super traditional, the kind of shit you saw in 50s cartoons Uh that is built on an absolute legacy of human (laughs) exploitation and Uh all of that horrible, horrible lies. (laughs) I'm sorry. Malik is deep throating an orange. (laughs) 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 us.
0: Last circus content thing I saw was actually at the St. Louis uh, City museum. museum, and it was just these like I don't know it was did kids City or whatever. Museum from it, it opened back up. Yeah, they opened oh, it back yeah, up. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, like thought the same
3: thing. My sister was like, "Oh, <sighs> I went there." I'm like, "Did
1: they close that?" Like, yeah. So i my think body I went, went back there. Right back up. I think I went there when I was a
0: kid. Yeah, I love that
1: place. Yeah, mostly adults go there. Is it, <Yeah>. is <laughs> it, is it <laughs> like museum that's kind of built on like a spiral, ramp going up? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, part yeah, part of it. They have that's like the main part though, right? They have like
2: building size slide. So you can mm-hmm. just go down, uh-huh. and there's it was a whole like room
0: kind full, of a, full of fucking staircases. It kind of has a Henson vibe to it, oh, yeah. and there's different,
3: different levels and stuff. Yeah, a majority of people that like, it's for kids, but majority of people that go there are adults yeah. it's so
0: fun. So I got married, and we kind of had like a tight schedule and like low budget for stuff, so we didn't really do a honeymoon. But like a year or two after that, we were like, okay, where do we want to go? That's local. It's not going to be too old thing. <laughs> So we ended up in St. Louis and they we're like, hey, what's the city museum? So we ended up up there and it's, it's amazing. And like, then you realize I wish I St. could Louis, go back. I'm going to bring knee pads though. Yeah. The, you know, and then you
3: realize in St. Louis you could do a lot of stuff without having yeah, to. Yeah, Art pay museum, for zoo. It. Yeah, whole thing. Horse yeah. Park, baby. Yeah. You know, and the reason why it's free is because the guy that gave the land to the city mm-hmm. said in his will that anything that is placed on his land has to be free to the public oh, for all the time. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I really appreciate that. And that's why I was like, yeah, because I used to, like, we're bored. Let's go to the art museum or let's go to the yeah. history museum. Let's go here. And like, they're
1: yeah. good museums, too. Yeah. Like, I grew Dude, up in a museum,
0: essentially. So, like, zoo. I'd been yeah. trying
1: to figure out what this fucking museum was for, like, years because I did go here when. Oh, with, the city with, museum? You know, yeah. with The Boys and Girls Club. And i was a kid it was so fucking awesome it wasn't this fucking big like i think this they've been. I think they, for the city museum <laughs> yeah, I, say for this, real. Dude, I think it they've been fucking with it i had, did, had uh-huh. been next since i was like seven but god yeah i'll damn. talk up city museum for the rest of this yeah. fucking episode if sure, you want yeah. to that place is
3: great yeah we'll call it mirror mass <laughs> they yeah. made me
1: fresh
2: donuts up in there
3: <laughs> wow
0: okay
2: <laughs> they even have like a petting zoo kind yeah. of they do-nuts. yeah they
3: do do
0: but yeah, like nowadays, there's other like art installation museum kind of things. There's mm. a art, I guess, troop or whatever called Meow Wolf that does a bunch of stuff. Definitely look up there. It's, it's trippy and amazing. Omega Mart is a place they opened oh, in Nevada. Yeah.
3: yeah, it's in Vegas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Omega Mart is a trip. Yeah, God, I want to go there. I mean, I want to go to
0: Vegas just for that. It's but like, like I it's like do. a
2: dystopian parallel world convenience store. Yeah, it's or like
0: something. shopping punk or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know, know what the hell to call punk. that. Yeah. Anyway, check that out. So the art vibe in this, it definitely has a like art student vibe to this. Yeah, whole it's movie. very yeah. unrestrained in uh-huh.
2: what they'll consider interesting. It's not even like full on horror movie circus. It's just no. weird in every direction. Yeah, it's direction.
0: goofy. They're all kind of wearing masks, kind of. Yeah. Abstract.
3: Yeah. And it's actually like a family, which is. Yeah, and only- they
2: also—I mean—they—they they have like the full production company thing of people taking over each other's roles and yeah. jumping in places because you've got to keep the show rolling, and
3: because someone just happens to pass out because they have a <laughs> headache,
0: yeah, or the guy that is the alcoholic sneaks the sake bottle and just yeah. drains it. You need to watch
2: one cut me, <laughs> and then throws up on somebody, and then someone's puppeting him and like <laughs> i did see i did see weekend at bernie's Kinda, so
3: yeah how do you make two of those motherfuckers don't worry
2: about it oh <laughs> i'm sorry oh that's something i always wonder is i had to make two of those movies. taxidermy so um Jesus. so this like this movie opens in the circus with the first conflict is they can't find the little girl mm-hmm.
0: and she's in her room playing with sock puppets and talking to herself yeah, um, yeah,
1: she's being weird, but mm-hmm. you know, environment.
0: But if you're basing in a labyrinth,
1: she's way better than
0: that character. So wow,
1: <laughs> barely. Her parents didn't check her room first, and then we're panicking to try yeah. and find her. Mm-hmm. So that's oh, they, she, like she was supposed to be up front. Ball. Okay, but she, she's not. She up like front. juggles
2: to entertain people in line to buy tickets. If she's not of. up
1: front, there's only two other places she would possibly be. Yeah, I mean, one it's, is it's the bathroom, circus. and the other one is back <laughs> in her room. So it's taking mess Her freaking out. <laughs> oh no, god damn it. why did you say that <laughs> that shit brought up too many memories she got oh, she's god. got
2: track marks between her toes yeah. so
1: yeah, oh, she's <laughs> not hey, she's, hey, she's hey, telling hey, herself
2: just uh, the socks are taken the our, puppets are taken drugs. <laughs> have
1: you seen Bridgements on uh YouTube of different anime have you seen the Code Geass Bridgement no Lelouch killed a bunch of people and then someone bust in he's like I didn't know what to do they were injecting miscalin in their balls it was self defense <laughs> 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 and they're like uh he's like, fuck it, he killed him. Too. <laughs> I'm what sorry. What she's injected groids and they
3: had to like nightcore her entire voice for this movie. <laughs> okay, I'm awake. All, All right. right, let's do this. <laughs> what this movie What of the problems with the movie wasn't even like she never left that trailer. She was just there mm-hmm. tripping on mescaline. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's kind of. I mean, spoilers. Yeah. We, we do spoilers, anyways. But yeah, it all takes bit. place in one night or something. I don't know.
3: Yeah, it is, it so good, the yeah. short
2: version is that her and her mother have a fight about. doesn't she doesn't, yeah. doesn't want to do circus shit. Like uh-huh. she
3: wants to I run, run, run away, away from and the enjoy circus. Real I want right, to do circus. Yeah. She she's basically every teenager. Right, yeah. she's annoyed, she's annoyed
0: at. Yells at, at her mother. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> like
0: stop yelling and. Talks, I'm not
2: yelling. And there's like oh, a really shitty. You know, know <laughs> you'll be the
1: death of me. I wish I was. What would you do if you yelled at your mom? You <laughs> 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 yelled from a coffin <laughs> 10 minutes later. What would she do to you?
3: <laughs> Is that for after I wake up? <laughs> the second time? <laughs> before. <laughs> i probably get stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: you'll wake up when you hear dirt bouncing off the top of the box you're in. (laughs)
1: Like, boy, you're going to learn to talk to me in my house. (laughs) Come out when you learn some (laughs) manners. So after they have a fight
2: about it, she comes out to do her job and whatever. Uh Um, Yeah, and then she's juggling. And and they're kind
0: of like, because the circus is bonkers. And because
2: this is a movie that has to have conflict for a child, 10 minutes after she says, I wish I was the death of you, her mother collapses. Has some some sort of aneurysm, cardiac event. They're really vague. Some but. kind of fit that causes her to become faint and then fall. Oh, that uh-huh. was cancer!
1: You gotta remember, someone yeah, else had to take part. over the gorilla role, right? Because
0: yeah. they were like, "You oh no, you know what happens when you juggle bananas? You will get gorillas." gorillas. Yeah, and
1: then no one shows up. I thought so so like I somebody said gorilla.
2: else. So like, there's somebody in the background of this thing, really quickly stripping this woman of her gorilla suit and trying to throw it on because holy shit, the queue cue is on. Mm-hmm. I don't think she probably. Eh, she was in the middle. She like was had she everything. She was halfway up there. She they had like everything but the head on when she oh, went okay. down so this dude yeah. had to strip an I, I'm, unconscious I'm woman I'm sitting here mm-hmm. my brain is like just, all over I just, the place I can picture that because scene of him being like oh don't be dead don't be double." Yeah. Well, he's like yeah. pulling her clothes off right
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's even worse when they were saying that I was thinking of animated Tarzan and then Clayton going Go real. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> Are we going to have the conversation on this podcast about
2: Tarzan? Is that-
1: no, dude, we're not going to talk about Tarzan. I'm just saying okay. that's where my brain went. Because I'm like, who the fuck puts his gorilla suit in a circus? I've never been to a circus, so I don't know how this works. I honestly think she
3: passed out because she was talking to that mime dude. She's she just fucking tired of Pongo or whatever Yeah, his and name that was? mime gave her cancer. <laughs> that
2: mime gave her cancer?
0: Yeah, no, you think, saw him. You saw I him, think he the went,
2: implication was cancer because the whatever operation. It's it. miming. He does like whistling and clicking and
0: whatever to communicate.
1: He had, he had cancer on his sleeve when he went. <laughs> well, just being
3: around him. Just is like it at her. Be, Being around just him is like Warlock. being around like uh, Madame Curie. Just so much, just so much <laughs> radiation he's like, it off
0: him. <laughs> this mime sucks so hard. I got cancer. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep so after you know we have uh, the crisis right, where yeah. she's
2: like oh god i wished my mom dead and she's dying that sucks uh-huh. yeah
1: that's and she's like oh that's my a mom's dying
2: we enter the main fuckery yeah. of it with i think they go to stay with a grandma
0: yeah they end up living with the grandmother because the circus is on pause because right. you know and then Helena is filling the walls in Our her grandmother grandmother's lives. place with all these drawings. Her grandmother stages. lives in like an impossibly bleak. It actually is an apartment complex in Brighton. Brutalist apartment complex. <laughs> they got just because it looked... Very distinctive in the show notes.
2: Like the place is entirely made of aging white stone that's falling apart.
0: Brutalist Soviet architecture or some shit
3: in England.
2: Oh, yeah. In England. Yeah. yeah. In England. So the major conflict between characters at this point is that her dad is trying his damnedest to shield his daughter from this, but she's flipping the fuck out because nobody will tell her anything. And her mother is in the hospital dying.
0: They don't want to worry her, but that's the only thing she's thinking about. So,
2: like, not being told anything thing is deeply worrying to her, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and then she goes to visit her mother in the hospital before her big operation, and, and she didn't know about. Yeah, like because no, again, no
2: one. Would Nobody tell told her. her the big operation was coming, yeah.
0: right? And she she's like breaking up because she's like, I haven't really apologized. Like I need to apologize
1: to her, but and then mom's like, man, hey, look, fuck you, you <laughs> just, <laughs> this is not your fault. Wu Tang have said and rolled over and
2: <laughs> farted on her.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. This is a very serious, emotional movie. I, but,
2: but, but okay, uh, you were talking about a bridged anime series, right? You can see Pat being like, sure would be a dick move if I died
1: right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, not blaming anybody, but I just hope it wasn't due to that person <laughs> who I had an argument with who's wanted me to die. Yep. Real i first,
1: You or Bruce Wayne. Getting our parents to
3: die.
0: God, I love having parents. Don't you guys love having parents? Oh,
1: wait. <laughs> Oh man! Who's good who's you good? don't have any parents? Know who Was always Andrea's me? Andrea's parents? Know who always
3: loved me? Like my Batman. mother? Yeah, my mother always loved me. Hey, what about your? Oh no, you killed her! <laughs> Just crying on the rooftop. You
1: know the great drought. <laughs> I drank all the water. <laughs> God, okay.
2: No more super comic guru. We have to move on. Um. <laughs> um so where were we? Oh yeah, so they're they're at the meeting of the circus people. Right? Yeah, they kind of have to decide what their next steps are because you can't keep the circus paused forever. People need to mm-hmm. eat, and have houses, right? And whatever. then this
0: lady with a pixie cut is just like, "Oh, I thought you'd be relieved that we're canceling the circus because you never really liked this." And then she's like, "But I," and the whatnots. <laughs> yeah. And then the ladies like dreams only get you so far. This is your dad's dream, and eventually you need cash.
2: So yeah, some of us have to work because we need money. Yeah, some of us have to leave because we right. have to have another job now.
0: And we find out that the mime guy talks, <laughs> which pissed
3: me off. <laughs> right?
2: It's
1: yeah, like Pick I a thought lame, when you go to like mime school, they cut out your vocal cords or something. <laughs> they you. You say a word. <laughs> wow, it's but, like a uh, no. They just subject you to fucked up shit until like metaphorically, yeah, they virtually. It's like the Black Widow. They, yeah, metaphorically cut out your vocal cords.
3: The whole mime class slash curriculum is just that scene from Willie Walking at the Chocolate Factory under the boat and there all the scary things are happening
1: where he's just... And there's no no way of knowing. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's just the whole thing. I think they just tie you to a chair, kick you on the balls repeatedly, and if you make any noise, they they, they do put it you again. like, what do
0: you have to say about <laughs> that? And, and they, you just they, have to sit there. You have to be quiet. They, I don't know. As soon as you strap you, like you to
2: your, a chair, I went back to us talking about get out. Yeah. <laughs> no, they put you <laughs> in like, James Bond chair. <laughs> the they just
0: yell, "You're stuck in a cube and you can't move."
3: Oh, no. Stuck in a cube. The, the, the Casino Royale chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, do it again, sir. Isn't
2: my the oh, no.
3: my anyway. name ball
1: pain? Okay. They just do it until you
2: can learn to make the invisible wall and block it. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: mm-hmm. Mr. Mimeso,
1: right? Not good. So, enough. so
2: this kind of <laughs> so leads to the like the crisis because yeah, like of her
0: dad gets a, a call, right? Right, and they're she's talking and was like, oh how's mom or whatever, and it's like her operations tonight, and then she does some like Jessica Fletcher shit with some other things that were said in there. It's like everyone knew about this operation
2: but me. Yeah, Like, why are you keeping me out of the loop? And it, you know I'm I'm trying to protect you. And I'm like, well, there's now how's like, that working? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not going so great dad mm-hmm. but yeah. like she lashes out at him and i guess that kicks in her guilt centers mm-hmm. and after she goes to bed she wakes up in a strange place
0: yeah well she's like drawing on the roof and her That's dad like goes the, up to check on her and she yeah. really sells this emotional heartbreak like she's actually a decent actress like yeah. i wish she was in more stuff
1: oh no yeah, she's she some things very very good. Good. yeah like three things she had to get away from her dad before she gave him cancer too right <laughs> yeah Fucking mind. Maybe okay, no, she liked her dad. <laughs> yeah, she definitely. She liked her mom, too. She was just nah, mad at her mom. Maybe. Yeah,
0: there's no... Well, I mean, we'll get there eventually. But there's no dark version of her dad, though.
1: Yeah.
3: Unless you get ki- the, the black. Yeah, but ears. her
1: dad wasn't in the hospital. She didn't get the chance to give him cancer. I'm
3: feeling that the dad was in the hospital. There would have been no movie.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: you like, wow, that sucks. We're going to see back to our lives. Yeah, then. the dad. Like, oh, Lord. She would have just tapped him
1: on the shoulder. Guess no more circus, huh? Yep. Your dream's over, old oh, man. Oh, by the way, I've been fucking the mime. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> he whistles. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> honk honk.
1: <laughs> and, and boom goes that, high That, high that, high that. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that was uh, that was Richie did the threesome with the clown and the mime. Honk, okay, honk. we're ready.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so <soon. Okay. laughs> BS Reactor is recorded in the flat and friendly Midwestern United States. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. If you have any comments, questions, or critiques on the puns I use on Instagram, contact the show on social media or website, bsreactor.com. By the way, never trust stairs. They're always up to something. This episode is not brought to you by the City Museum of St. Louis, but it's awesome and you should totally check it out. And as always, thanks for listening. We appreciate you.